This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pierce, Elk fakes the three. Celtics lead this oh. one. Pierce, great spin move on Cunningham. Gets to the rim and scores. Now the big was home when Paul Pierce made that move going to the inside. Celtics shooting 54% against the number six defensive team in the NBA and the second best defensive team behind Oklahoma City in the Western Conference. Grandy on the call. Celtics over the T-Wolves last night at the Guard. Muttonloo, 93.7. WEEI. It's a Celtics Thursday. We'll have Celtics tickets for you just over an hour from now. And joining us on the AT&T Hotline, our Celtics Player of the Week, Paul Pierce on the program. Paul Muttonloo, how are you? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing today? Good, Paul. Uh, you talked about it after the game last night, the consistency you're looking for from your team here early in the year. Was last night the most complete, most consistent game you guys have played this year, Paul? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think, uh, you know, throughout the season we've had, we've done things for stretches where we've rebounded for stretches, where we played defense for stretches. And, uh, you know, other than the turnovers yesterday, I thought for the most part we moved the ball, uh, we, we fast break, we rebounded the ball, we stuck to our defensive principles, and uh, we got the job done. You know, I guess one of the better rebounding teams in the league is one of the better defensive teams in the league, especially with uh, Kevin Love out there. I, I really like the way – and the direction we're headed. Paul, uh, Doc has talked about it. You've even talked about it. Difference, you in this offense and how things maybe have to change a little bit. You have to adjust your game. How has that gone for you, and how is it different? Well, you know, we changed a lot of, uh, of the offense this year, um, coming off a lot of down screens, a lot of moving out the ball, and, and it's been an adjustment for me. You know, my, my field goal percentage isn't quite where I want it to be, but I think as the year goes along, I'm going to make the necessary adjustment to where that's going to improve. And I'm gonna be more and more comfortable uh, week in and week out. You know, we a lot of things we do revolve about around Rondo, his penetration, his his uh, attacking the basket, his, his pushing the ball in transition. And I just gotta get to the open spots, run on the tr- in transition, and and come off screens uh, better. As a fan watching the game, the game seems faster and a different speed when when Rondo is playing and when he missed a couple of games with his suspension. Do you feel that as a player, Paul? That when he's in there, it's just it's a different level. The game's a little bit quicker. The offense a little bit faster. Oh, definitely is. I mean, you got probably the fastest point guard in the league in the end. You know, and then when he's putting pressure on the defense, pushing the ball, uh, putting the pressure on a fast break, it, it definitely creates opportunities for the rest of us, and, and it really picks up our pace. You know, last year I'm just wondering how you fight. You know, last year when you guys started off, you started off so slow, and obviously things ended up last year going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Do you have to fight that urge this year, just kind of understanding of being like, hey, listen, we started off slow last year, it's no big deal, and you kind of get caught next. You know, you're looking up, you're not playing the kind of basketball you want at this point. Well, the key is not to get too frustrated, man. You got to understand that uh, what the the end of the goal is. You know, right now we're building, and you got to understand the building phase. You might have some slip-ups here and there, and uh, you got to be able to deal with it. You can't get too frustrated. You can't get down. You can't let your confidence waver. And the key is, you know, the things that you see in practice, uh, the things that we're seeing in games with the potential, and you know and understanding what we're capable of when we put it all together. 
you know, sometimes it comes quicker than others. Sometimes it doesn't. But I think uh, with this team, we understand we definitely have the potential. Uh, with a record-wise, we're not where we want to be, you know, at this point. But we know that in the long run, we're going to get better and better. And the end of results is the only thing that counts. Uh, Paul Pierce joining us. You, know, you hear from idiots like me on the radio say when new players join a team, it takes time. You guys have a bunch of new players in this roster, Paul. Is there a legitimate time frame that it takes to figure out what Doc wants to do both offensively and defensively? Uh, you know, it's hard to put a number on that. But then you look at it, we've had injuries. We, You know, Rondo's been suspended. Uh, we've changed the start lineups. You know, so, you know, it's tough to sometimes develop a certain kind of chemistry you want when uh, – when you're trying to get things together. So, you know, really it's hard to really put a time on it. But I know ever since we put Jason Terry in the starting lineup, when you had me, him, Rondo, Kevin, and Brandon Bass, our record has been pretty pretty good. So if we can just, uh, you know, keep guys healthy, uh, continue to play and uh, the way we've been playing, I think uh, that that squad, that starting lineup along with our bench can go a long way. Yeah, it seems like Jason Terry sort of fit right in. And we talked to him earlier in the year. It seems like a pretty energetic guy, positive guy. What kind of effect has he had in that locker room? Oh, he's great veteran leadership. You know, he's been in the league 14 years now. He's won a championship. He, he under, understands everything about building, about winning. He's been on a lot of winning teams. And, uh, I mean, he's just great in the locker room. You can tell he's going to be a coach one day just the way – his presence is in the locker room and how he talks to guys and gives guys confidence, and his confidence never wavers. What about Doc Rivers a week ago calling this team soft? We asked Kevin about that when he joined us, and he, he seemed taken aback by it. He would not agree with Doc that this is a soft team right now. What did, what did you think when Doc said that uh, after the game last week, and do you agree that you guys were playing like a soft team at that point? Yeah, I, I agree we were playing that way. But, you know, sometimes coaches got to do what they got to do. You know, if that means calling your team soft or whatever, if it's going to push guys' buttons, then uh, which I think it really did. You you heard the way Kevin responded to it and some of these other guys responded. Nobody likes to be called soft, you know. So, you know, coaches are always trying to find ways to motivate their teams, push their buttons. And I definitely think he pushed a few of our buttons around here uh, to go out there and prove to him that this is not a soft uh, ball club. You know, we've been built on grit and grind, a uh, defensive-minded team who likes to be physical, and, uh, you know, by no means we want to be called soft. All right, it pushed Kevin's buttons. Did it push your buttons a little bit when you heard Doc say that personally? Well, I know inside that I'm not a soft person, so, you know, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, you know I understand where he was coming from and, and what he was trying to say, and, uh, you know, coaches got to do that from time to time. When, when he when he looks at the film and he sees you get rebounded each and every night, me, you know, I, I don't really need no added motivation. You know, I'm I'm motivated each and every night. I get an opportunity to come out here and compete at the highest level against anybody. You know, you talk about maturity when it comes to a guy like Rajon Rondo, and everybody points out that you know he is the leader of this team. And KG last night after the game and said, "Well, he's the best player on the court," and we we hear that a lot. Uh, Serving that two-game suspension, you know, was there discussions with him? Was it you're too valuable to lose you, or were you guys looking at more of him sticking up a, a, for a teammate? Well, I think it's a combination of all that you said. You know, he was sticking up for a teammate. Uh, yeah, I think he understands how valuable he is. Uh, but then you get into the game and emotions go flying sometimes. And, you know, Rondo, he's an emotional play, player. And, uh, you know, he, he did some things maybe he shouldn't have done that you know, maybe, you know, cost us a win. But, but you know, I think in the long run he, he's going to understand uh, 
you know, how valuable he is to us and, you know, get it out the way now because we don't need that happening into the playoff, in the playoffs. <laughs> the, it's not it's not often that a rookie kind of comes in here and gets playing time under Doc Rivers. I'm just wondering, how's Jared Sullinger just sort of meshed in here? You get big game, some hustle points last night, some offensive rebounds, and you just usually don't see that under Doc Rivers. Yeah, you know, he's been uh, been great for us, man. You know, he's he's so mature for a rookie, and I think, you know, the reason Doc has had confidence in him is because he's picking up things so quickly. You know, in practice, he's understanding the offensive schemes, the defensive schemes, and I think I think that really comes from him having a, a high basketball IQ. You know, most rookies that you see come in don't have that type of IQ, especially uh, at the big position. You know, a lot of them take a little more time to learn the schemes on the offensive, defensive end, but he's picked them up. Uh, quite well and really fast, and that's what's been able to enable him to get uh, playing time under Doc. One of the things KG said last week about the slow starts, he feels like the team has had slow starts. He said it twice, These the dumb rules the NBA has put in. I know the league has put, Paul, a restriction on what you can do before a game now. The starting lineups, it's just, here's the lineup, boom, you're going to play. It sounded like Kevin was telling us that has sort of affected the energy early. Do you feel that's the case, that the, the league clamping down on that pregame stuff has has slowed your team down? out of the gate in any games this year? I don't know if it has. Truthfully, I think we've gotten off to great starts. It's just that after that first five minutes is when we slow down, you know, when, when Kevin comes out the game. I mean, you know, now we're doing things a lot faster in the uh, in the timeouts. We have to call the plays before we run out, uh, before in the locker room, before we even go out there because uh, we do have a time restriction. But, uh, you know, I think we've been doing a good job of getting out the fast starts. I think we just slow down after, like, the first five minutes, and we ought to do a better job in maintaining that. You know, as the season goes on, we would think that Doc Rivers kind of watching the minutes for you guys, for you and KG, and then you see what happens down in San Antonio. And I know it was a little bit earlier in the year, but you, what were your guys' thoughts in that locker room when you see David Stern find the Spurs 250 grand for sending those guys home? I thought that was unbelievable because I, I know Popovich has done that in the past. You know, this isn't the first time he's he sat his key players uh, throughout the season. But I just think with the magnitude of the game, uh, being on national TV, playing against Miami, that he, uh, he had to put his foot down. You know, uh, whether I agree with it or not, you know, he is the commissioner. You know, he does make the rules. And, uh, you know, you just got to live with it. If Doc told you to get on a plane and not play the Heat, would he get some fight back from you? Yeah, he'll definitely get some fight back from me because that's the team that put us out in the Eastern Conference Finals, and, you know, I always want to play against them. Uh, you know, and I can understand if I had an injury or I was sick or a kid on the way or something like that. You know, it's more understandable. But, you know, if I'm healthy and I'm able to go, I, I want to be out there. No, he says, Paul, you're 35 years old. You're an old man. Get on that plane. You're not playing the Heat. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Doc, uh, that's one disagreement. I can't. I, I can't. I can't agree with you on that. Uh, I'm gonna get on this plane, and then we're gonna have to. We're gonna figure it out when we get there. But I'm definitely getting on this plane. Uh, we have this for you here. We asked our. You're on Twitter, so you're familiar with social media. We asked our friends on Facebook to leave questions for this interview. But before we do, uh, we're gonna bring back our question for Kev for KG. Kevin joined us last Thursday. Here's the question we asked him uh, on our Facebook page. That any questions for you? And Brian just wanted to know. It being the Christmas season, uh, what you plan on getting Ray Allen for Christmas? Absolutely nothing. No, no, we have Secret Santas around here. I want to focus on my Secret Santa. <laughs> so the, and, and I'm not. I, I wasn't huh? surprised about the first answer. The second one got me. So here's your question today: 
What are you getting ready for Christmas, Paul? And you can tell us which one of your teammates you have for Secret oh, Santa. I'm ready to make my Christmas list this year. And for my Secret Santa, I got Avery Bradley. So uh, maybe I can get him a new pair of shoulders. Yeah, but now it's not <laughs> now it's, <laughs> But it's not a secret anymore. Yeah, do that for him. Get him back in the court. I've got to keep that on the hush, though. Yeah, but All the right. gift is still secret. It's okay. No big deal. doesn't know you're getting a new pair of shoulders. Those are expensive, those shoulders, you know. <laughs> Uh, Paul, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck this weekend with a back-to-back with Philadelphia, and I uh, look forward to talking down the road. All right, you guys. Always fun talking to you. Great right. talking to Paul Pierce here on the uh, AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE. With speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G, it's AT&T Rethink Possible. You looked on eBay for shoulders? I'm not kidding. Give me a little bit expensive. 617-779-7937 is your phone number. You can text us. Uh, on the AT&T text line at 37937. And stay tuned, Celtics fans, because at 120 today, we've got a Celtics ticket giveaway just for you. It's only on Mutt and Lou. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.